everyone <laughs> welcome everybody in the world to the michael dupree variety hour on every podcast provider on the planet in the planet surrounding the planet i am very happy about today's show the michael dupree variety hour is a art showcase and comedy show where we feature local interesting people bands poets musicians whatever and actors sometimes, and writers, and whatever, whatever you might want. And this time is no exception, because this time we have Anthony Douglas and Sam Meyer on the show. They're they're a couple of sweet boys. Jumbo. <laughs> Jumbo boys. Cheers. <laughs> Not jum- Jumbo. Jumbo. What is Wingapo. What? <laughs> like, hello, Sam in a variety is of languages. Oh, yeah. What languages are those? Uh, the first one is Swahili, I oh. think. Did you never watch Mean Girls? Um, oh, they speak Kenya. Minute. So, what, la- what language they speak there? They speak English. Is yeah. Kenyan a language? I don't. I don't believe so. Hmm. They the speak internet, it though. in we beautiful can... parts <laughs> of Africa. Hmm. Well, either way, hey, that's a smart way that you're doing it there with the microphone. Yeah, I they changed things. Well, now up. I have I have an eye line directly to both uh, both you and Sam. I kind of like that. Anthony knows Whereas how to handle a mic. Concealing, yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm very concealed. All right, let's fix this up. So, how are you guys doing today? Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourselves, one by one. Tell me all your deepest, darkest personal secrets. Go ahead, buddy. You go. Okay. Well, I am a deeply damaged individual who uses comedy to mask his pain. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, my name is Sam Meyer. Mm-hmm. I am uh, a relatively new resident of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Where I, were we from before? I am originally from Shaniqua, Wisconsin. Shaniqua, Wisconsin. I, I kid you not, Shaniqua, Wisconsin. I uh, went to college at the University of Nebraska, then moved out to Detroit. I uh, have been doing comedy here since then, about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. and live, laugh, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> now, um. I just want to say one thing. No personal questions, please. Okay. <laughs> and okay. the other well, thing. I'll direct them all to Sam then. And and the other thing is that uh, unlike Sam, I don't have that deep, dark part of my personality. In fact, um, I'm just perfect and uh, in every way and uh, pretty much have had a very easy, gentle life. Yeah. No, no reason to give me any um, insight into comedy through uh through pain no like like everyone else no, you are an anomaly in the comedy yeah. scene there are uh, two types of gays in this world yes. yeah you know sam and i started doing comedy at planet ant simultaneously at the exact same moment at the exact same moment, we, exact exact same same moment. moment. wow but we didn't know each other really yeah uh, both at planet ant and kept wow. apart Ham by Tramic, Michigan, fate yeah. and and different magnetism. classes and Animal magnetism. No, no. The animal magnetism is actually what drew us together at a yeah. class show. Mm. Uh, Anthony had to take a little break from classes, so we ended up in different levels. And uh, met at a class show. I saw this homo on stage and said, <laughs> I want to perform with him. Same thing. I saw Sam on stage, and I'm like, get down here. <laughs> get into my pocket. <laughs> did you get into his pocket? I popped right in. You did. <laughs> I was wearing cargo pants. So. Oh. So there was passion room. forward. Yeah. I believe I asked him if he'd been doing construction work that day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? It was true. <laughs> <laughs> Not the construction work, the question though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bit of Mason in my blood. So. so where are you from, Anthony? You know what? I'm from southeastern Michigan, mm. born and raised, and um, I've been living in the Ferndale area for a long time. I love this part of the world. I love the people here. I love the culture in the area. Nice. Yeah. So, um, the reason... Sorry, I was taking a bite of a plum and... Looks it's n- juicy. It's it's not as juicy as I was hoping. It's the size of a small grapefruit. You're the size of a small grapefruit. Thank you. So, you got the reason I... <laughs> the reason I want to have you guys... Wanted to have you guys on the show and continue to want to have you guys on the show is because you guys were the winners 
of 2017's Colony Fest. Yes, queen. Um, mm-hmm, which Colony Fest is Planet Ant's annual improv competition. The winners get to, or winner, if you're a one-man comedy troupe, <laughs> the winners of this competition get to write and direct and or co-direct and uh, star in a in like a, f- a what original an original, original production an original put on play. by Planet Ant. Yeah, um, they work with a home teamer and everything. So you guys won. Uh, I say it was rigged, but <laughs> 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 even though I wasn't involved, I just like to stir the pot a little bit. Stir it. You want a stick? You want a spoon? <laughs> I got one for you. I would stick my stick in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> What would you guys say? Uh, w- so tell me about the the film or the not the film the show that you guys are putting on in one month from today. In one month, well, I'm gonna direct this towards Anthony because anytime mm. I start talking about the show, he gets this nervous, panicked look in his eyes. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. God. <laughs> but I will tell you, I I can reveal y- the name. Yeah. So name reveal here mm-hmm. first. Okay, premiering mm-hmm. the name. Our show is called Camp Tastic. Camp Tastic. Yes. Exclamation point. Oh. How important is the exclamation mark? Incredibly important. Yeah, it's it part, was not the same without no, it. it. Okay. It's part Why of would the you legal even... brand of I'm, it. I I I was just trying to ask. What do you? Okay. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but our show is called Camp Tastic. Mm. It premieres October twenty seventh mm. and twenty eighth at twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. No. Absolutely. In the common era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and runs, then it will run yeah. for the next two weekends yeah. after that, uh, Friday and, and Saturday, yeah, and mm. November tenth and eleventh at Planet Ant eight so p.m. The Purple Building. Mm. Yeah. So tell tell me and my listeners. Um, a little bit about the show. You don't got to reveal yeah. everything. I'll tell you what. It's it's a campy and raucous and lovable mm-hmm. coming of age story oh. of uh, Tran- Transon and Brant Branson, who are the <laughs> uh, the actual winners of uh, Colony Fest 2017. Mm-hmm. They are the hosts of the morning show, The Gay Agenda. Uh-huh. Absolutely terrible people. Uh, but you love them. You got to love Brant and Trant because they're just over the top and fun and here for the party. Yeah. So your characters in the improv, uh, in, in your improv set, uh, The Gay Agenda, which was the winning troupe of Colony Fest 2017, your characters in that are Trant and Brant. And you took those characters and you're making a show out of these characters. Correct. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever done that and have had that happen in Colony Fest before. Well, these characters were so interesting to us and... They, the way we did the improv is that uh, Trant and Brand were the ones who introduced the troupe and they introduced how the set was going to work and um, they're the ones who got the suggestions from the audience but mm-hmm. it was Anthony and Sam who were doing their own characters right. during the actual impro- improvised sets and uh, but but Trant and Brand did it under the, the guise of a morning talk show called The Gay Agenda Right, and um, and <laughs> so how does this how does this factor into the the show? Well, we fell in love with Trant and Brand, mm-hmm. and we when we first started the process of of studying the the form that we had developed with with Mike McGettigan. Tell the people about the form for the improv nerds out there. Yeah, so it's based off of the weird ass, and we affectionately named it the queer ass. <laughs> Yeah, and what and for the people that don't know, what's a weird ass? So a weird ass is when you have two characters on stage, mm-hmm. uh, static characters throughout the show who interact with each other, uh, and whatever situation they're in, that's sort of a framework for the uh, for the audience suggestions for them mm-hmm. to collect. So, for example, our director for the show, Travis Pelto, uh, it also does a weird ass, uh, where he and his comedy partner are in a record shop. And there are two guys who work at a record shop. Mm-hmm. Ours happen to be two characters uh, that host a morning show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Called nice. the Gage. Mm-hmm. So, so Camptastic is. Uh, can you tell me anything about the plot at all? Like a little, yeah. little hinty hint towards the plot. Uh, I will say. And the ending. It, it's where, yeah. It's well. Well, I'll just say real quick. It's where Trant and Brant first met, and it's the story of how they became. 
uh, introduced to each other, how mm. they went through uh, the phases of being frenemies to best friends, uh, to eventually having their own talk show host. Mm-hmm. And talk show, excuse me, yeah. Really uh, the personal development and coming, uh, coming to terms with who they were as people. And yeah. it might not always be pretty. More often than not, it's sloppy. Mm-hmm. But they love each other, and they are very ambitious, and they make it work. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, we see how, how they learn to love each other as, as friends and as as uh, and as career partners, and, and they know that they want to have uh, a show one day. They're and entirely platonic life partners. Yeah, they're <laughs> for the life audience partners. at home wondering if there's some hot goss I'm, about. I wonder Brant if and there's like people like trying to ship like like Trant and Brand. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, I really want to see them get together at the end. I'm sure. I'm sure there will be people who will ship. But Brand you know what? You can be gay people and be friends right absolutely yeah. come on yeah i think it's much more common than men and women actually being friends that's probably really true yeah yeah <laughs> that's probably really really yeah. true we uh we get the whole sister thing going down so yeah. <laughs> the, and it's and it's great to be able to see these developing relationships and to see the how they develop their own personal relationship with their own selves mm-hmm. the 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 love and the fear that they go through um in, in discovering who they really are and their own rela- relationship t- to their own true true identity. Mm-hmm. Is this a one act show or a two act? One act show. One, one act, act show. show. Okay. Yeah. And I will say real quick, I uh, I had someone make a comment to me like, "Oh, you're playing are you playing stereotypical gay characters? Very uh, expected." And mm-hmm. uh, my response to that is, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're doing is we are portraying, in a ridiculous way, very real circumstances for gay people everywhere mm-hmm. we are bringing authentic characters who while ridiculous are still very much rooted in reality that's right uh, and have yeah. quite a bit of depth it's not sort of the surfacey mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna have a lisp and play a gay character yeah uh, we want to give the audience something substantive and not just a uh yeah and and these characters are definitely going to demonstrate how there are, are universal ideas uh that that a lot of gay men experience mm-hmm. um, from childhood through their teenage years and, in, and into their adulthood, uh, we we all do share this this common these common themes and in, in, in this common plot line in our own lives. Uh, it's one th- something that we all have in common. So uh, tell me a little bit about like how like because have you guys ever written a show before? Like written a scripted show and 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 uh, performed it? Absolutely not. No, this yeah. is a, this is both of our first times writing so, writing so, an actual show from front to end. So tell me a little bit about like what that was like. To I mean, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's been a dream. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Sam is brilliant, and so is our director. And so are you. Travis Paul. Thank you. Thank you. It's, there's a lot of laughing at the writing sessions mm-hmm. because we'll all, so again, screaming we're, laughing. We're working with Travis Pelto and. It is such a joy to be able to come to practice and read a script that someone else was working on for a scene. And more often than not, I'm the one. I never break on stage. Mm-hmm. But if we are in a writing session and reading, doing the first yeah. read of a scene, I'm crying on the floor yeah. laughing the <laughs> whole true. time. I'm there, like rolling around. I have found very few joys as deep as the joy I have found in making Travis and Sam crack up at something <laughs> that I've written. <laughs> <laughs> it's so life-affirming. It's so rewarding. It's Definitely so rewarding, rewarding to yeah. uh, to make your writing partners laugh. Yeah. So, but what is the, um, have you experienced any challenges like trans? Describing like the stuff that you've written yourself to like the stage at all, like, or wh- how does that kind of process like feel? Well, we we came up. Sam and I first sat down and we came up with what is a story that we want to tell, and then we uh, we just plotted out different scenes and different ideas and themes that we would like to have within that storytelling. Mm-hmm. And we divided up scenes and started writing. And when we brought those to the writers' room with Travis. Uh, we presented them and worked them up, punched them up, maybe cut a few things, and it's been painless, and it really has not been a challenge. Um, wow. Timeline. Timeline's the biggest part of that. Yeah. Uh, there's always a time crunch putting on a show in two months. Yeah. Wait, when, did you, when did you get started with it? In we August? Got started, well, it took us, yeah, because it took us a couple weeks. I went down to Mexico with Mexico. a friend. Oh. Uh, I would say to celebrate the Colony Fest Colony win, Fest, but yeah. because it was like two days after yeah. we won. And then I was gone for a week and Travis was gone. And 
Anyway, we all got back together in August mm-hmm. and just sort of realized, okay, it's crunch time. It's we been less yeah. than a month that we've written. It's it, in, in under a month we wrote a show. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. That's naughty. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but we haven't had any <laughs> trouble translating me. those scenes to what mm-hmm. we want to accomplish on the stage, and, and no challenges have been found yet in in the aesthetics that we that we want people to be able to enjoy mm-hmm. when it's on the stage. There's always a reach around. I mean, a workaround. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. And we mean both of those. Thank you guys yeah. so much for being on the show. Thanks for having Your us. Your absolute pleasures. Make sure you guys go see Camptastic with an exclamation point. Uh, opening October, what was it? 27th. October 22nd. Yes. 27th. 27th. I said yes. 22nd. We're going to love so to much. have you all there. We would. Thank mm. you for having us today, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you, boys. Bless you. We will be back after this. Everybody north of the Mason-Dixon line. It's 6 a.m. You know that. It's time for The The Gay Gay Agenda. Agenda. Brought to you by your favorite morning talk showmosexuals. Brant Branson. And Trant Dranson. (laughs) (laughs) We are so pleased to be here this morning recording live from a gender-inclusive bathroom in Midtown Detroit. Michael Dupree, how does it feel to be a guest on your own show? Uh, Come on, guys. (laughs) This is, this is my the, show. Where the feather bow is too much, we decided to class the place up a little. Yeah, bit. I yeah. W- I went to the bathroom and it, I came back and my, the whole studio. Uh, you have any thing, idea how long this is going to take to clean up? It was this very drab. You're very welcome. You drab. don't have to clean yeah, it up. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Brant. Let we him know. We classed it up here. We classed it up. We brought some glitter. Okay, there was a distinct lack of glitter in the studio. A distinct. I don't think you appreciate how long staleness. it takes to clean up glitter. I think I've I never do cleaned appreciate up glitter. It. I still have glitter from 2008 it's, in my it's asshole. It's all around. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's you're not really even worrying about cleaning it up. No. Why would you want to clean up glitter? Yeah. I mean, this Why is Michael Depraver Hour would you want to clean up glitter? I can't believe this. What are you? Are you I feel very attacked right now. This is homophobic. <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> Michael uh, Dupre Variety Hour, we, we just want to <laughs> uh, remind you to be a little bit more gracious as a guest on your own show. Okay. Look, uh, <laughs> remember where you are. Grant, yeah. oh, you scamp, teasing him, little host. Well, I I wasn't expecting to have you guys on. It's really nice to have you guys. Uh, well, well, I yeah, woke up here. You know, you it just right. things things work out correctly. I woke up here. I smell like a trash heap. I mean, who knows? It was Detroit. There was probably crack. So, do you wake up? Do you just like wake up in random places and you just kind of go with it? I rarely know where I am when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> and he rarely wakes up. Really? It's true. That's the other true. What does that mean? <laughs> After a long night out, I tend to hibernate for a few days. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, There's just a lot to sleep so off. So you're, you're, you're a hard partier. Uh, well, just a partier. I uh, think both are correct, yes. Life is con- constantly a party for Trant. And I'm also and always hard. Mm, yes. Oh, I yeah, see. So I am, bu- I am a hard partier. I am hard and I am a partier. Wow. So you got like the three, you got it's like the transitive property yes, going on. Yes, absolutely. The transitive, absolutely. transitive property. The trans- oh, I see what you did there. Ooh, look at you playing look with my you, name. Michael yeah. Dupree oh, variety hour. Tickle your whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. When did you become so clever? I, well, I, my mommy gave it to me. Oh, mm-hmm. that is so sweet of her. I know. <laughs> oh, I bet she's precious. She's a nice mom. Oh, can we drink Pinot with her sometime? I don't yeah, know if she drinks drink wine. Pinot with her sometime? Oh, my God. I no, she drinks love, wine. What is her name? Ma Annie. I almost called her Ma Annie. Ma Annie. Ma Annie. Oh, she sounds Ma adorable. She does, I don't Listen. think I've ever seen her drink wine before. I just want like a little, what, what does she drink? Cider. <gasps> Hot cider. Hard cider. Yeah. Okay. I just, I am imagining like apple Hearts. orchard, rocking chair, yeah. me, Brant, Ma Annie. <laughs> Just, yeah. just enjoying like a cool autumn breeze, mm-hmm. sipping on some hard cider, talking about the ladies in the community. I had a yeah. wonderful three-day relationship that took place on a lovely apple orchard in central Washington state with an apple orchard lumberjack. Oh. I think that's what you call them, the people who cut down the, o- who cut down the apples. I think apple so. Apple orchard lumberjack. 
people cut down <laughs> apple trees? No, they cut down the apples from they the trees. They cut down the apples, oh, the apples from, from the tree. Oh, like an, yeah. Do they call them an Applejack? Applejack. Yes, Applejack. The yeah. deep cut brand. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm incorrigible, Michael. His, mm. his name was Corley. Corley, if you're listening, give me a call, please. Corley. Corley is not calling Brant. You need to stop doing this on air. I'm sorry, Trent. You do this a lot on air, Brant? Do what a lot? Call out people that you're like uh, Craigslist missed connections. As Taylor Swift says, he's got a long list of ex lovers, <laughs> and they'll all tell you That's he's true. insane. That's really, what have you done in the past I, that that has warranted you being called insane by your ex lovers? Brand well, a lot of them do not like the fact that uh, I tend to disappear quickly, mm-hmm. and it sometimes it's not my fault. Um, it's usually because I'm being chased. Jody they mean? don't like that. I, I just t- tend to attract these these weirdos. Mm. Brant is, for lack of a better word, abrasive. People tend to hate him pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, really? He's very popular, but you yeah. know, just very you know, very surfacey. Ve- I like to think of it as being assertive, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes that's taken the wrong way. Mm. Like how so? Uh, well, um, well, like with with Kyle, the policeman. Oh, Kyle, the policeman, don't Kyle, go down this road. Listen, apparently you're don't not allowed to touch a cop's gun mm, when no. he's on duty. No, and he was trying to slob all over that Hartford piece. And heaven forbid someone get their fingers near it. Well, I think fingers weren't the only appendage he was worried about near his gun. Brand. No, I, yeah. I, you know what? I'm sorry that I have a wandering mind and... Uh, and wandering and, fingers. And ex- right. Mo- you would think I would like wandering fingers around my waist zone. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Brand reminds me of a kiddie pool. That's what I thought when I first oh, met him. thank you. Shallow and full of shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we read each other for filth, but we love each other. Oh, look at this fabulous okay. how I love her. She's everything to me. Thank you. You know, actually, uh, we're pretty excited uh, for some upcoming at-home spa treatments that we decided. At-home to- spa treatments? Yes. The latest one that I'm really interested to do is Scrotox. Scrotox. I'm Scrotox. so into it. Scrotox. Yeah, Botox injects in- injections directly to the scrotum. Oh, it's so exciting. It's yeah. so exciting. It is 2017. What it. a time Trent to be alive. It. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be my turn next. Wait, so what? what is Scrotox? Oh, well, it just basically undoes all the wrinkles in the scrotum, <laughs> and it makes them hang pretty low. Um, Trent's scrotum is almost down to his, just above his kneecaps at oh, this point. Oh, wow. It's great. You can't imagine how many compliments I get. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love him. They love him. It seems like too him. much. Uh, well, you know, as a Too heterosexual much. man, I can understand how you might think that. Uh, mm. However, we tend to be very be proud of our scrotums. We're, we're, yeah, no, we're very we're very proud. You know, it's oh. like the, uh, the a cock's comb, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a chicken joke. Yeah, yeah, it was it, a chicken yeah. joke. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? I didn't. I didn't. You know. thought just, it was a chicken the whole time. Yes. Are you making Good. fun of Trump because he grew up on a farm? No, no, but I didn't know that. But I might now that I do know that. I was farm adjacent, actually. There was a horse farm on one side and a cow farm on the other side. I learned how to milk a cow at age three. <laughs> you think I'm joking, okay? I don't. And then someone would yell at me, Sam, get away. I You're mean, not the milkmaid. I grew to be Trant later in life. Oh. I was not always Trant, but in my childhood, they yelled, get away, get away from those cows. Stop stealing our milk. And I would run up into the trees of the forest that I grew up in. <laughs> you grew up in a forest? I grew up in a forest slash farm. Mm, like... S- with, farm your, with your parents, yeah. Slash farm adjacent. Farm adjacent. Mm-hmm. With your parents? Yes, and sometimes, wolves. Sometimes, oh. sometimes the parents were there. Did you live in a house or did you just live in the forest? <sighs> okay, now are we talking by choice or just by... Fact. By fact. Yes. You know, I don't have a lot of memories. It could be the <laughs> Molly. Oh, you did Molly when you were a little kid? Merc- oh, no, I'm on Molly right now. Oh, okay. Mercifully, Trant and I have gotten rid of a lot of painful memories from childhood. I'm a mess. I'm a burning dumpster fire of a human being right now. Why did you take us on your show? You t- you came on my show. That's I right, did not invite over. you guys. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't, but I wasn't expecting it. They're still just leaking out of my system. I are can't you, help myself. Are I'm you sweating from Wait, every orifice. I'm sweating from every orifice. Literally see. just leaking. I'm not Everywhere. sweating because I am literally covered head to toe in La Mer lip balm. 
Yeah. Oh, and, and the Botox. It was Botox. a lot of money. She Is this a plug su- for La Mer Lip Balm? It could be. La Mer, we're looking at you. <laughs> Why are you covered head to toe in La Mer Lip Balm? <laughs> it's a great moisturizer. Really? And Cher yeah. uses it. Really? Oh, absolutely. All over her body? Probably. We're the ones who her. gave She's her. Flawless. We're the ones who gave her the idea for right. La Mer. You've met Cher. A couple times. Wow. A couple too many times, I actually. don't remember. Really? <laughs> I blacked out. It's a magical moment for me. What percentage of your share. life do you say you're blacked out? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? How many, how, what percentage of your life would you say you have been blacked out for? See, I blacked out just a moment ago. I oh. didn't even remember the question. <laughs> I, I would say most, if not all, of my life has lived in sort of a dissociative state. Mm-hmm. So over 50%. Mm-hmm. Oh, over 50%. I don't do anything under. 85%. <laughs> so tell me about when you guys met Cher. Hey, real quick, how do I make this foot bath get hotter? Uh, you can just add some hot water, I imagine. Brent, it's a sink. Just turn the knob. I also don't appreciate that you guys moved my entire studio into a bathroom. Well, I didn't want to move when I woke up, and so I called some boys that have been trying to holler at me for the past mm-hmm. few months. Yeah. And I said, boys, I would really love it if you set up a recording studio in a bathroom for me. And they said, woof, they're a bunch of pups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are. but you took my equipment and moved it to a bathroom. You didn't just set up a recording You're, studio. It was no trouble whatsoever for us. Really? No, it, totally, was, it was our pleasure. Do you guys intend on moving it back to the studio? <laughs> then I have to text those boys no, again. They're going to think I'm interested. You do not want them back around here. No, Believe, you you Believe you They're us. Believe you us. mess. You still haven't told me about when you met Cher. Okay, well, let's talk about when we met Cher. It was magical. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. orgasmic. We met her on... Psychosexual. On a, it was. Obviously not physically sexual. We mm-hmm. met her on a first-class flight <laughs> from Detroit to LAX. Oh. Okay. Um, around the area of Denver, mm-hmm. we had to stop for refueling. I don't know why we had to stop for refueling <laughs> in, in that short of a distance. Usually it's a direct flight. Okay. Yeah. And he says uh, we had to stop for refueling. He's really covering for me. I had a panic <sighs> attack on the plane. Okay. He did. And it was <laughs> drug induced. <laughs> okay. And I was screaming. I was crying. I, uh, and I actually ended up. In Cher's lap. Yeah. How did that she's happen? A to- yeah, she was a total sweetheart about she it, She was. Too. She cradled me. She held me in her arms. She brushed me with her weave. Really? It was such a moment. Oh, my God. Honestly. I still have her comb. Really? Yeah. She just I let you keep it? it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cher, if you're listening, <clears throat> call us. We have your comb. We have your comb. If you want it, you're going to have to come and get it. Sean P. Diddy Combs. We've been trying to do this for years to really rope Cher back in. Well, anyway, she loved us. We got to talking about deep things about life and the universe, and she thought we were just lovely, and she gagged on us. She did. She was living for our gig, gagging on our extravaganza. Yeah, and and we, uh, Trant and I decided to bail out on an event that we had booked Mm -hmm. uh, in Los Angeles, and instead we went back with Cher to her compound in Malibu, Mm. where we spent the next 14 hours in a state of glorious, heavenly joy. Oh, it was phenomenal. I loved it. What did that entail? Peyote. Peyote. We did peyote with her and her mother. What's Cher's mother's name? Oh, my God, I don't remember. I'm so embarrassed. I feel, okay, because I've seen her because she interviews with Chaz Bono all the time, and she has that wonderful album. But she didn't do any of the peyote, though, but she did make sure that she was a supervisor. She, well, (laughs) if she had been supervising properly, she would have been. uh, It's Georgia, not Gladys. She would have made sure that, she would have made made sure that uh, Trent did not fall into the pool. Oh, Georgia's such a peach. She was looking out for me. She was looking out for me. Chaz was there. Oh, really? He wasn't really doing anything. No. He wouldn't talk to us. Sounds like Chaz. He had a big attitude with us the entire time. Such a diva. Hmm. Just glared. I'm sorry. There's only one room room for one queer in this household. Oh. We see you, Chaz. We see you. Came came downstairs, gave us a blank stare and a bad attitude, and walked right back up. Hmm. Did you guys ever meet Sonny Bono? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. We never would. We never would have when he was alive. Why? Why on earth would we? Think of what he did to share. That's true. But don't you want to meet every celebrity? No. No? no absolutely don't. not. Name some celebrities you don't want to meet. 
oh my god, who's a celebrity I don't want to meet? I mean, we're not going to go with the obvious. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. Brad Pitt. I would. Tyler Lawton. Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. Tyler Lautner. Why are you calling Taylor? Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Okay. You wouldn't want to meet Taylor Lautner? No. <laughs> Just not interested? <laughs> Definitely not. I don't know. I can't think of many celebrities I wouldn't want to meet. Probably. Wouldn't want to meet David Duchovny. Really? Oh, that's an interesting opinion. I would not want to meet him. Why not? Um, because he looks like someone took a bite out of an apple. <laughs> what? No, I agree completely. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Catch up. And, and everyone has to like sit there and be like, oh my God, you were brilliant on the X-Files. Uh, <laughs> anyone who has ever done anything with sci-fi, we don't want to talk to. Really? Do you know who I That's have a no lot desire to meet? I have no desire to meet Mimi. I'm first. Oh, no. Uh, Who's that? Drag is not a compa- contact sport. No, Mimi, I'm first. <laughs> Mimi, I'm first. Is a drag queen. Mimi, mm-hmm. I'm first is not first. She's not second. She She's has, not even third. She has said some cruel things on Twitter about Trant. Oh, really? She hates me. Why? Well, she hates me because I look better in a dress than she does. Oh, that's not fair. And he stole like three former fiancés. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It happens. <laughs> what can I say? I know what I've got. The hips don't lie and the booty don't quit. So get into it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, what celebrity? Is, you said you wouldn't want to meet anyone who's involved in sci-fi. You wouldn't want to meet like Adam Driver. No. No. James Earl Jones. No. Uh, uh, Mark Hamill. No. <laughs> what about Patrick Stewart? N- absolutely Patrick Stewart, not. Absolutely. He is so friendly so to what? the gays. Brant, what are you thinking? He weighs his little pride flag. Oh, with he's that silver fox. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not silver. He's bald. He's, yeah, he's the chrome dome. Yeah, yeah. He's been involved mm. in sci-fi. Is he an exception to the rule? Take me to your enterprise. <laughs> Professor X, are you kidding me? Yeah. Give me that suit, that bald head, like that distinctly British accent. I am so hot. He is the one who wanted to spank me at... At um, Folsom Street at Festival. Folsom Street Festival. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> Two he was years ago, around the paddle, and he's oh like, "Oh my god, I'm he was relentless. He was relentless. <laughs> he was. I let he him. Was. Patrick Stewart he was, was a trying joy. to spank you at a street festival. Yeah, he was a joy. Yeah. Folsom Street Festival. It's a huge leather festival in uh, where is that? At? In San, in Fran- the, San, San Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco. Mm. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other fun celebrity stories? Who else have you met? It seems like you guys oh, have gone around else a lot. Have we met? Well, I did hook up with Alex Jones once. That was an experience. That sounds oh terrifying. I it was terrifying, and I loved it. Really? Honestly, um, I would never go back mm-hmm. because I was truly afraid for my life ninety eight percent of the time. Mm-hmm. The entire time they hung out in in a reproduction of his grandmother's attic. Oh. Which is inside of a of what I would call a gorgeous mansion. Wait, Trant or Alex Jones is Trant's Alex mansion. Jo- Alex Jones has within his mansion a reproduction of his grandmother's attic. Yeah. Really? Halloween two thousand seven was a weird and wild time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let me just say, I got my trick and my treat. And, but I will <laughs> say that he hires hunky, hunky bodyguards and security on that. Oh, at phenomenal. That well they all use his supplements. They were all they were just delightful. They mm. were they were a delight. Have yeah. you ever used any Alex Jones's supplements? Oh, absolutely! I was exclusively on Alex Jones's supplements. They replaced any drug that I've ever wanted to use mm. uh, yeah. for about three months until I uh, started thinking that frogs could become homosexual and decided might be time to put those down. You've done <laughs> mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say one good thing about meeting Alex Jones is that I also got to meet his physician who prescribed me with prescription lube. Oh, oh, it's. Fabulous. Yeah, it's prescription fabulous. lube. Yeah. Well, what is that? What's the difference between prescription lube and over-the-counter lube? Well, first of all, let me tell you, what it does to the skin is just phenomenal. Good okay. moisturizer. You great can, moisture. Yeah. Great moisture. It's f- totally frictionless. Totally, completely frictionless. I, I clocked it. I probably did about 230 miles per hour on it. Oh. <laughs> It's been used, okay, it's been banned in uh, several Olympic sports. It's oh. banned everywhere. Yeah, it's banned, well. You have to get, get a prescription for it. Well, prescription or Thailand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Prescription or Thailand. 
how it, how how would you not break your hips going that fast? Well, you wouldn't know by looking at me, but I do do a lot of deadlifts. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, squats. Also, you know that steel pelvis probably has something to do with that. That steel pelvis. <laughs> you yeah. Have a steel pelvis. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one from, time that's a whole uh, other story. You know, it was a long weekend with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and yeah. at the end of it, he had to have his pelvis changed. Don't go. Yeah. Do not do not mess around on that man's ropes course. Oh. His ropes course is insanity. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Tony Robbins was there. Tony Robbins. Really interesting. Yeah. Who's not as violent as I thought from our first encounter. No. Mm. No. He really, uh, once you washed the blood off, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely man. And he eventually does put the fire away. Great. Well, thank you guys both for being on the show. Thank you for being on uh, our show, Michael Depraver Variety Hour. Thank you so much. Hour, it is so great having you here with us. Yeah, you did a great job asking us questions. Very. Yeah, we are did, so prompted yeah. me. You prompted me. Yeah, Daddy. you guys didn't ask me any questions. Prompt me. And I'm, I'm supposedly a guest on your show. That's right. That's yeah, right. Well, you're more of a special viewer. Uh, mm. We invited you to talk Special as little viewer. as possible <laughs> because you know we know what the people are here for, Michael Dupree. Yeah, that's true. We know what the people no. are here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you everybody for joining us on the Gay Agenda podcast with our special viewer, Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Oh, Michael Dupree Variety Hour! It has been a truly gorgeous, ha- pleasurable, a beautiful experience. <laughs> truly pleasurable having you give us attention. Thank you, guys. Really, your undivided attention is all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Oh, my God. That hand massage feels so good. Oh, get the Jergens <laughs> out of your lap, Brant. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Uh, Chris, I need to talk to you about your trial. Oh, my God, Gordon. You know, this topic stresses me out. I know. Well, you shouldn't have broken all those laws, buddy. Grand Theft Auto. In the middle of a busy city. Oh my god. You endangered thousands of people. So many lives. I know I'm your lawyer, and I'm not supposed to judge. I'm I'm just supposed to, you know, keep you safe and and keep you out of prison, but this is a big one, man. You've kept me out of prison so many times. We've been through this a lot. A million times. When are you going to stop, Chris? Oh my god. I just... I. I think I'm going to learn my lesson eventually. I hope so. Because I'm starting... No one no one wants me as their lawyer anymore. I'm running out of chances. You're running out of chances. I'm running, out, running of chances. out of chances. Everyone sees me as this person who, who just blindly defends I'm celebrities. Yeah. Be even... The, and gets a, you... Just because you're the most famous person in Hollywood doesn't mean you have a free... You, you should have a free pass. And it's my job to make sure you have that free pass. How does that... Look at how people look at me down the street, walking. I'm walking down the street. Hey you man, don't got to worry about that. Do you have any mezcal that I can use to wash down this Ativan? Here you go. Thank you. Are you even listening to me? Listen to me a lot more relaxed in about four minutes. Chris. This is good mezcal. Your trial, it's not looking good. You have a lot of witnesses against you this time. You, you, you really seriously, you hurt several police officers. Two of them are in critical condition. You know, I visited them in the hospital. Yeah. I brought... You made it worse. I brought, you know, festivities to them and tried to make them feel better. You brought a, a, a disco ball. Yeah. Hung it above their beds. I better brought a, what I thought was a therapy dog. And there was a wolf. Oh, it was a wolf. You made it w- so much worse, and now we have those God, to tack onto a this. Fuck up, Chris! Come on, uh, don't don't say. It. Come People on. used to love me. They still love you, obviously. You're, you, there's a reason you're not in prison anymore. Hey, Chris. You know I love you. Yeah. You're, you're like a brother to me. We've been Thanks. with you since the beginning. Thanks, man. But this is the last time I get. I'm gonna be able to represent you yeah just this one last time you get me out of out of prison get me out of this sticky situation just this one time and i will not fuck up again we find the defendant not guilty yes oh god thank you oh man that was a close one chris are we really sitting here again oh my god 
I can't believe this. I tried. I really tried. I this believed time. in you. It's been two years. It was an accident. It was an accident. You always say it was an accident. I didn't know that you're you're not allowed to leave the state with someone else's kid without telling them. You, how do you not know that? I just I thought it was a good idea. What 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 on earth made you think that would be a good idea? There's nothing about any portion of that sentence or that thought process that would make one think it was a good idea. Well, the kid wanted to go to Burning Man. He was eight years old. Yeah, I know. I thought his parents were cool. I don't think eight-year-olds are allowed at Burning Man unsupervised. Man. By a parent. Well, I'm an adult. You're not a parent. I'm his uncle. Are you his uncle? Yeah. You just call yourself his uncle. Well, technically, I call myself his uncle. Do you even know his parents? They're my neighbors. Chris, I told you last time that I can't represent you anymore. Just one more time, please. Chris, I can't. Please, just one more time. I found I someone else. After this. I already found someone else for you. Yeah? Yes. Are they better? They're different. Yeah? They're not... They're not going to have the same kind of sympathy and passion, for, and compassion for you that, that I have. No, though. I don't want anyone mean. You're so nice. I'm nice, but but apparently my niceness is stopping you from actually upholding the law. I promise I won't take advantage of your, of your, of your sweetness anymore. We're going to have to try this other guy. His name is Lars. Oh, my God. He's from Germany. I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. Hello. Hey, Lars. I'm Lars. Hey, Lars. Nice to meet you. I'm Chris. I know who you are, okay? Mm. I know who you think you are, and I know Thanks. you think that you can treat this world like your own private playground. Would you like a sign? The world is not your own private playground, fancy man! God, you're Sit down. aggressive. With fine. This is what we're going to do. You're going to say you were given drugs by this boy's parents. Okay. And we are going to counter-sue them. And you are going to be rich. Yes. Richer than you are, but you're also going to make me rich and move my family over here. Do you understand? Hey, that's a great idea. We find the defendant guilty. No! Hey, Chris. Thanks for coming to visit me, man. It's been a long time. Yeah. How's it been? Seventh year. In prison. All right, all right. Um, I've been really involved with uh, prison Shakespeare, really, and um, with prison yoga, hmm. and uh, and uh, prison uh, therapy dog uh, training. Really? Yeah, it's really good to hear. Yeah, I got, I got my license revoked. My lawyering oh, license revoked. No, yeah. What happened? Uh, first, first case I took, I, uh, slept with him. You slept with your client? Yeah. And everyone in the courtroom. And you slept with everybody. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Couldn't, it, it, it except I, the judge. I, I guess I realized that you are, you know, what holds me back from being an awful person. So you're saying I had a good influence over you? I guess so. I guess we're both kind of in the shitter now. I work at an Arby's off oh, of uh, no. off West Boulevard. Got good curly fries. Oh, that place must be new because it wasn't wasn't there when uh, when I went in. Yeah. Came in here seven years it is. ago. It's a good place. It's a good restaurant. They have a playpen. Hey, did you notice I got in really good shape? Yeah, Lost you about 130 great. pounds. Yeah, you look great. Which is you were already in pretty good shape before you went in. So you you're really skinny and buff. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm like 114 pounds of rock hard muscle now. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. How mm. much? Zero percent body fat? It's negative four percent body fat. I miss you. I miss you too. I miss. I miss our. I miss being your lawyer. I miss your hijinks. I think the world misses your hijinks too. Hey, you know, I have. Uh, I'm supposed to be getting out in about 16 months, but uh, maybe. You know, you can help me write an appeal, even though you don't have a license to practice anymore. You still know how to do things. I can submit it myself, maybe. Yeah, maybe you submit it yourself, and maybe we rob an old lady for old time's sake. For old time's sake, buddy.
Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm here with Anthony Douglas. Hey. We are, we've reached the end of our show today. Yeah. Isn't that a bummer? It's, it's like the last moment of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I would get just devastated. Yeah. And I'm, I'm feeling that way right now. It's so sad. And then Sam had a hard out as usual. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Good rest in peace, Sam. Rest in peace, buddy. So, uh, you know that, but Pee Wee had a way of like making everyone feel good at the end of the show, you know? He always left you with a sense of hope that mm-hmm. you'd be back together in that special place next yeah. week. Now let us tell you guys how you can get back together with us in the future. Where can people see more from you, Anthony? Well, um, come see our show. Camptastic! Exclamation Planet point. Ant, the purple building. Now go to planetant.com mm-hmm. where you'll be able to find information on uh, dates and times and uh, mm-hmm. you'll be able to get your tickets. And do you have any social media you want anyone to follow you on or anything? Or not really? Um, A Duggle D on Instagram. A Duggle D. Yeah. Mm, okay. And you can find, um, you can come out to see my show. It's the last weekend this Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th, I think. Yeah, this weekend, because this episode's on uh, September 25th. Oh, you guys had your first show last night. Yeah, well, though, and yeah. at the time of this recording, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but and the time that this episode will be released, it will be the last weekend coming up. So, if you have not seen Amazing Dave at the Planet Ant Theater in Hamtramck, come out, please. We need you. Oh, I'm definitely going to be there. It's fun. Well, you might have already been there. Yeah. You might have. I don't know. I don't know when you plan on seeing it. As Mm -hmm. usual, I never remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't know which way is up sometimes. I know. It's a a busy time. It's a busy (laughs) time. We, uh, yeah, it's a $10 ticket, $8 show, eight o'clock show. It's a ten dollar ticket for an eight dollar value show. So <laughs> 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 a lot of fun, guys. Uh, there's always uh, improv to see. Anthony and I are actually going to be performing in Grand Rapids Improv Festival yes. in October. Yeah. Uh, October. What is it? Thirty first. Thirty first. It's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween yeah. Nice. As part of the travel ban. I'm so excited about so, that, man. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's I, very special. I love. I love Halloween. I love love Grand Rapids. I love Grand Rapids. Yeah. I love improv. I love you. I love you. I love the travel ban. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys go out there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Gives Back. Any last words before we go, Anthony? I love your show, Michael. I love your face, buddy. Thanks. We will be back next week with Mike Labella. Bye. Bye. Cocktails that are fancy Jump on tables and be dancy I don't believe in things like heaven or hell This purgatory is treating me well And bitters in my beverage A little bit of booze A little bit of leverage I need ice or else I can't exist What's the point of living Without your lover's kiss Cocktails are the best. What, what could be better than this? 
tails are the best. It's getting better each and every day. Experience the tartness, the ripeness of old age. Savor the taste as it hits the tip of my tongue. Let's all raise our glasses, drink and have some fun. Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.